This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. Here's in the Lot is partnered with the Hockey Podcast Network. Welcome, everyone, to episode 162 of Beers and a Lot. Before we get into it, fall weather is approaching. You may need a new t-shirt, maybe a new hoodie. Hop on over to beersandalot.com slash shop. Get all our merch. You'll love it. I guarantee it. Another thing you'll love is joining us in conversation every day of the week in our own Discord. That's beersandalot.com slash Discord. In this episode, we talk about Babcock. And also, the start of our OFBG season, finally. Jeez, it's been too long. Talk about Short King, Connor Bedard, and Adam Fantilli in their start to their NHL careers at the Rookie Prospects Tournament. And lastly, we're going to get into it and crack some beers. Welcome. Now, look at the pours over there on the other side of the screen, Aaron. (laughs) What are you drinking this evening, Aaron? Uh, we're gonna see how this goes. I have from Sierra Nevada, Hazy Little Thing IPA. We'll, oh, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Okay, it's a good little beer. I haven't haven't had a sip yet. Let's see let's see how it is. But um, uh, what you got tonight, John? I have from Trogues, the Oktoberfest, delightful little brouhaha. Apt. Yeah. What about you, Riggs? What do you have this evening? I also have a fest beer. Since Oktoberfest started officially in Germany this past Saturday. That's right. So I have the Fest beer from Old Mother, which um, on the can, we already know they're award-winning, right? Because we had Mm -hmm. Sean Curley, Mm -hmm. the brewer over there on. Uh, This one also won an award last year, a gold for best uh, pale lager or pilsner in Maryland. So he was just racking up medals <laughs> <laughs> at last year's competition. This year's competition will be in October, it looks like. So hopefully Old Mother and Sean Curley will be successful again. But we'll see. Bring home more, more medals, yeah. Yeah. What do you have, Daniel? So tonight I am drinking a uh, Milestone beer from Treehouse, Batch 6000. Wow. And it is very good. 6,000. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a lot of batches. Did you not want to try the other ones, or are you just waiting for that specific one? <laughs> I already tried them all. <laughs> I mean, we've done, what is this, 162 episodes? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he's probably had a treehouse on 140 of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So... <laughs> <laughs> makes makes sense <laughs> so johnny i noticed that you're not coming to us from a bunker oh in yeah the, so in the <laughs> year in the year 2005 tonight <laughs> yeah so we can I'm hear gonna, you quite clearly yes. yeah so i i first of all would like to issue a public apology <laughs> due to my audio quality last week that was not on the gentleman on the ones and twos or in the editing process, that was firmly on me. I was trying to streamline some of my travel uh, necessities 
laptop, microphone, et cetera, things of that nature. Didn't turn out the way it should have. That's on me. I I also blame Tim Cook. I think he's solely responsible, but neither here or there. You know, it's okay. Um, that's a ricochet shot of him. So I, you know, as a leader, that's on me. I'm not gonna blame anyone else besides Tim Cook. It's on me. I apologize. I'll be better moving forward. What about I'll be Tim better. Cook? Well, he's a sack of shit. I mean, it should fucking work. I had, I had the necessary products needed, so they say you can make a podcast. But it sounds like <laughs> sounds like we have, you know, outside of like the first 10 episodes, and yes, you know, we were crawling at that point. We weren't even walking or, you know, jogging or even, you know, run slash jog, whatever you want to call it, like we are now. Like we have we have standards to uphold, you know, like we have we have certain quality thresholds we try to maintain. I broke that last week. I did that. So that's on me. <laughs> Good on so, you for taking responsibility. Yeah, I really appreciate yeah. it, John. Thank, I mean, I got a lot of, you know, comments publicly and privately like, hey, John, it says you a lot be about your character. Yeah, exactly. I needed to be better. I owned it. You know, there are others that would just blame everybody. I mean, I'm not doing that. So, you know, oh. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I didn't go to an Apple store recently and yell at people profusely for no reason, like a crazy person. But, you know, I didn't, I wouldn't do that. That's not me, but you know, thank God they're going to USB-C finally for like, for like whatever, neither, neither here or there. Uh, that wouldn't have helped you in that situation. Just, just, uh, saying. just Well, saying. it may have helped. Well, I mean, we don't need to get on the phone topic. I think that's been covered too much in like NHL news lately. So, I don't. Oh, well, <laughs> has it? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, last night started OFBG. I asked everyone on the team, like, I want to see your phones. Let me see them. Like, hand them over now. <laughs> I mean, so let's see what kind of person you are. Everyone, everyone <laughs> yeah. obliged. No one had a problem. I mean, yeah, so. we were just we were just learning about each other's families and what we did. Yeah, I mean, I was digging you through know. apps, text messages, old emails, stuff like that. Nothing creepy. I mean, just you know. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get passwords to guys old myspace accounts and stuff you know whatever um just trying to build rapport with the team you know yeah yeah well no i so like touching on it like it's really kind of weird um the one thing that kind of stuck with me a little bit like yay clearly violated some players some players didn't have a problem with it yada yada the one thing that was interesting i was listening i listen to like tsn but overdrive before, a lot before you go before you get into this let's let's just yeah. For those who may not know, I mean, we're not really a news podcast. If you're listening no, no, to no, us, no. you're not getting your news from us. But we're talking about Mike Babcock. For the listeners at home. Yes. <laughs> we're talking Mike about Babcock, Mike Babcock, who resigned. Who resigned you'll... from the Columbus Blue Jackets for uh, after NHLPA investigation for going through, his, allegedly going through uh, his players' phones when the uh, like welcome interview sort of things were going on. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, go on, John. So the one thing that kind of stuck with me, like on some of the coverage and you can, I mean, hockey starting and it sucks. This is the story that's like sucking up so much oxygen considering they had yeah. a rookie tournament where Adam Fantilli of Columbus played spectacular and Connor Bedard did the same thing. So like kind of sucks that that's kind of sucking up oxygen, but on TSN overdrive, if you listen to the podcast or listen live, you know, Jeff O'Neill kind of just touched on the fact the guys that he had, they were good good people outside of the rink and like genuinely did care about their players, but like had to push certain buttons and did it the right way. They weren't, 
doing some weird things. And they kind of said, like, you know, a lot of the players don't like Babcock as a person and like made a really key statement. You know, when he left Toronto, there was a lot of bad stuff and he couldn't even kind of control it or like act in a concerning or caring way towards players. Like literally, and also said, like kind of mentioned, like some of the other guys that either aren't in the game or whatever took time away. They clearly were doing other stuff. Like literally the day that Babcock got his last fucking paycheck from the Leafs, he's like, oh, I'm going to get another job. But now he's he's never going to get an NHL job or even like a Hockey Canada job or anything moving forward. So whatever. I mean, so meh, not worried about him. I think he's overrated anyway, me personally. But so for me, it sounded like some of the older veteran players on the team that like had families who he asked about their families or whatever and asked to see pictures of the families. I think he went after the younger players on the team and just kind of he wanted to see what they were doing in their off season, right? Yeah. Is that, is that what I gathered from it? Yeah, and it could be something he's going to hold over their head later. Like, right. oh, because you were out golfing all the time, maybe training, you know, like, and I don't, right. I don't 100% know because I don't, I don't want everything to kind of come out, but I did see something from like Elliot Friedman or maybe Chris Johnson, one of them. They did say like Babcock essentially did the same thing with like some of the Columbus management. Like, what the... F- that to me is just strange. Yeah, like, that's weird. Like imagine like Yarmo Kekalainen or John Davidson and Babcock ass. If I was on the other end of that table, I'd go like, eat a dick, get out of my office. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. Like, I'm like, I, I just like that. Like, because the way I kind of look at it, like, you know, the, the organizational chart, that's like me essentially going into my boss's office and going, Hey, what have you been up to? Let me see your phone. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> like, Give that one phone. fly. That one fly. And even yeah. in like my, my business setting, like no one in the history of my employment, I'm sure your guys either has literally been like, Oh, show me like right off the bat, like show me pictures of this. It's more like a conversation about dogs or something. Oh, I got a dog. And then it's more like you, the person going, Oh, let me show you a picture of my dog. You're like, yeah, this is Elwood or, you know, Parker or Cheyenne or Paisley. Like that's how it starts. It's organic. It's not, it's very, very (laughs) odd in some ways for someone to ask to see pictures of your family. I like there is a time and place for that. And there's a, there's a, an, a, a level of familiarity, a level of acquaintance that it's appropriate, but a boss saying that to essentially a new employee, I don't think that's appropriate. I agree with it. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. I think that if you're, yeah, if you're like a third year on the team and Babcock was your coach for the last couple of years, then, and you, you know, you've, you've got, you've got rapport with him. Then if he asked to see some photos and yeah, maybe you've shown photos before of your own volition, then that seems appropriate. But to ask everybody like, I was like, okay, this is what we're doing now. You're going to show me photos of what you did. Then that's, that's not appropriate. I agree. When I think too, like it would have been a little more simple, I guess, like maybe he's like, hey guys, day one of team meetings, I'd like to go through everyone. If you could throw up like five photos about your summer, include family, dogs, interests, et cetera, something like that. Right. Like that would have been different too. Okay. That's cool. But like, I guess the manner in which he was going around doing it was not standard. I think it's, I think the intent is found in how he may have either asked or directed yeah so if right. he asked as a new co-worker 
yeah, that's awkward and it's weird, mm-hmm. but you could say no, right? Right. If he directed as the head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets, that's a different, different thing. That's mm-hmm. a different thing. Or even right? demanded, yeah. So right. we we don't know that. We'll we'll never know that, and I don't think we should. Like as yeah, as it's just, not our business. As just right. people following the story. Yeah, I think probably what happened is in the in the players' association investigation, they probably found that some players felt like it was going to be like an attributional thing. If, if I don't do this, then head coach told me to do it and I'm, I'm insubordinate. Right. And, and that's going to come back on me. And they didn't feel comfortable with that more than anything else. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. And so that's what ultimately led to him being shown the door, whether it's resignation or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I, I think the other thing that came out was that, the decision had been made a day or two before the actual announcement. They just had to work out the the deal because they still got to pay him some money. So I think it was, how are we going to do this and not give away too much to somebody who didn't even get the season started, like didn't even start training camp. And, right. and a lot of and So a lot of this too is his reputation for being a piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's that's I mean, the shit that he pulled with Marner and the Maple Leafs, the shit that he pulled with young players out in Anaheim, mm-hmm. the shit that he pulled with young players in Detroit. Like these are all known. This is all this the, none of this is secret and you can go look it up. Right. Um, it's and, no surprise. Right. And so that followed yeah. him. And so now what do I always say? GMs have they basically have one hire and one fire of, of their head coach of choice. So Yarmo Kekalainen. He's had a few now. He's had a few. And and from what <laughs> I like have read and, and know about Columbus, they're like a they're good organization in terms of how they operate. Like they try to build. It is a tough market to attract free agents. They got Johnny Hockey last year, so like that helps. Now you have a big image problem. The ownership, which traditionally has kind of been like, we're going to hire the right smart people and let them run it. And we'll, you know, we'll deal with the business end. They deal with the hockey end. After this decision, now your hockey people have directly impacted your business. Not only just attracting people, but like fans are going to be a little sour about this. I'm sure there's players that may even be like, you know, oh, they talked to me, you know, this year. I It's not a good fit this year, but maybe two years down the line when my next contract or whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I also think too, like, Two things I gather from the whole announcement, because Pascal Vincent said something too, and I liked it. He said, if you're, and I'm paraphrasing a lot of it, like if you're a good person and you work really hard and do the right things, like good things essentially happen. Part of me feels like he may have, I don't want to say he knew about the Babcock stuff because that's not right. But part of me thinks because he's been in the coaching fraternity, he's almost like 52. Like, so maybe he's known a little bit about how some of like Babcock operates. You know, he's like, well, this guy's kind of a clown. He always gets jobs. I've been an assistant for a billion years. I don't know I why. Bet, and I'll bet you know. he was in I'll bet he was in the room I'm when sure. Babcock was meeting with players because it was probably like, oh, coaches meeting the players yeah. deal. Yeah. And maybe even he was uncomfortable with it. Exactly. And maybe that is part of that. But yeah. I don't think you could read too much into what his statement said. I think his statement was more about his own situation now where he Correct. was going into the season in an assistant's role 
And now two days before training camp is supposed to start or whatever, he's being told, Hey, you're the head coach now. So, you know, <laughs> I get a little bit of Jared, <laughs> which, which is a completely different role. I get a yeah. little bit of Jared Bednar vibes though. Like Jared Bednar, when he took over, he was a good coach, like well thought of. He took over a crappy situation when Wah resigned randomly and without reason, which we've never got an answer on. Bednar's well, first year psychotic. sucked. Well, yeah, he's a psychopath. <laughs> Bednar's first year was like really rough because like he literally got there like same thing almost like a week before camp, had little to no time, yada, yada. Now look at Bednar, like awesome, you know, like great coach. Pascal Vincent, I hope he follows the same way. I kind of hope like some of the shit from the Babcock, you know, as it kind of, you know, decants over the next couple of weeks and years, hopefully, like some of the jagoffs in like junior hockey and other levels of pro hockey, like the younger players clearly were the ones, at least from the report, that were very uncomfortable. Some more younger players, like now, hopefully they feel more like they're their own advocates. Like there's a coach that's really being a sack of shit. Like, in, and like I said, you have to differentiate some of the like, Hey, you got to work hard. You got to do the right things on and off the ice to get playing time, et cetera. Like that's not a jerk coach. That's a coach trying to do, you know, get the most out of what's needed to perform at that level and be successful at that level. But if you're doing like, you know, kind of creepy stuff or like even just being a, a jerk, you know, players scratching up for no reason, miss promises of stuff. And that happens like in all levels of hockey, minor up to pro, I'm sure. So, like, I hope some of more of those guys, younger guys, come and become more advocates for themselves a little bit. Like, they call that shit out, and they should. Like, it's not right. I mean, especially when you're a young kid, like, stepping into a junior or, you know, high-level youth or college or pro level. Like, you know, those coaches wield way more power than anyone probably realizes because you get healthy scratched a bunch. You never play for whatever reason because the coach just doesn't like you. Like, that ruins your career, your money-making potential, and whatever yeah enough on that shit screw him yep. <laughs> <laughs> i agree screw him. hang on a sec we need to hear from our sponsors it's another week of football and DraftKings sportsbook is keeping us in on the nfl action with great offers every single game day new customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner and DraftKings isn't stopping there all customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this september football's more fun when you're in on the action so download the app now and sign up with code thpn new customers can bet just five dollars to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply we started our season though that's tight yeah we did yeah it's nice opening tilts for the uh yeah danny tell us how your game went the campaign. i'm curious i'm curious how i got your campaign my cookies. started off selfish, <laughs> <That's> selfish. <laughs> man i still only think of note in our game <laughs> well uh field reporter ross got assaulted that's what i heard <laughs> that's what i heard <laughs> <laughs> it was a no touch assault. 
<laughs> phantom assault. Yeah, phantom assault. <laughs> I like the way he described it though. He he was he was going into the corner for the puck and then the defenseman he didn't even make a move. He did the no move move. <laughs> and Ross said that that move, that no move move broke his ankles and he went heels into the boards. He's going to say we're drone striking him right now, I'm sure. But like, no, that's how he described the situation. It is. It is. Yeah. And then, and, and then, then what happened? And then what happened today? What did, what did you send to him? Oh, what I video did. Uh, you said to him? Oh, I sent him like the coffin dance thing with all of us. Yeah. So I got access. I got access recently to an app. I've been making videos galore. I'm, it's like, you know, know. Uh, I'm trying to think like, Ozzy Mattias from uh, Watchmen, you know, when he gets that the f- Dr. Manhattan machine, like it's just too much power for one man. That's me. Like, so I feel, you know, total power God just going on a trip, but <laughs> drunk with power from my newfound app. <laughs> and then uh, Riggs, what happened in our game? The three of us are on a team this season. Yep. It's me, yep. John and Riggs. I don't know. Team. There was one player that scored five goals yeah. against us, and then the rest of that team had one goal, and then we yeah. had four. Yep. So, you know. Hey, you know what? I didn't realize um, Justin scored five against us. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so it was the one same the, thing. One player on their team scored one five One player scored five. <laughs> yeah, but Man. they also had another four goals, didn't they? <laughs> no, that was three. All right, fine. So we basically tie. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Take out that one player's goals yeah. and uh Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of weird even after skating pickup I was talking to somebody else and like I felt like we didn't have any flow. I don't know. Just felt like a weird weird oh, yeah. first game, I you had, know. I had a great time though. It was nice to, you know, talk shit with my my bros again. I enjoyed oh, it thoroughly. Yeah. Been missing it. That's for mm. sure. I don't know if I miss it. It's always it's always a good time. Though. My sleep schedule didn't miss it. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but the lot was good last night. Return I mean, of garbage Monday mornings. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I totally steal. I steal my Mondays and borrow them on Sundays. Like without a doubt. Like I just. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good nice because the weather's decent. Wait till the yeah, wind and the cold picks up. We were uh, we were driving in and it was raining basically the whole way in, and then uh, we got to the rink and I was like, ah, oh, it's gonna be all rainy and shit after we after we're done. But it was it was cleared up, no rain out in the lot, and so I had a few pops and enjoyed ourselves in the lot. That was good stuff. Yeah, missed, naughty def- boys. That's the part I missed really. That's the part that I missed the most. It was good times, good stuff, good laughs. Can't go wrong. Yeah, a bunch of ha-has and hee-hees. I laughed quite a few times. <laughs> there was some times. Times were had by all. There was some other NHL news. What else? What was the other thing that happened? Con- Connor Bedard's looking sick. And yeah, Fantilli. Bedard does look sick. Yeah. yeah. I didn't actually see the, the clips of Fantilli, but I, like you said, he scored a hat trick in his, in his prospect game, which, that's impressive. And he was just skating through defenders like they were nothing. Like... <laughs> Do you see? Ridiculous. You saw his clips then? Did yeah, yeah. Which, yeah I saw uh, both. Who who looks who looks better? So just both. Fantilli Fantilli had seven points in two games. Bedard 
I had the three goals, and I think he got an apple. But uh, Fantilli's a year older than him, though, isn't he? Isn't uh, Fantilli older? Yeah, he's yeah, older. Yeah, by one year, because he went but, NCAA. But playing experience, I think they're... Pretty like, similar, yeah. Between... Because Bedard went major junior early. He went yeah, as a yeah. 15-year-old. Yep. You know, Fantilli played uh, three years at... I don't remember, but I think from a from an experience standpoint, like that, it kind of washes out. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like I, I said it last night. Like I think, I think Fantilli is a more complete NHL rookie player. I th- and and I think I would give him the edge for the Calder, having not seen them play one NHL like real NHL <laughs> game. <clears throat> like these prospects in rookie tournaments are basically just glorified youth hockey. Right. Yeah. You it's gotta, like, you gotta take, well, it's not just that. It's like, you gotta take the, all those rookie tournaments. I mean, they're great watching it. I watched like, they don't televise it, but you can find like a lot of the highlights of chunks. So like, it's kind of like those kids playing, I wouldn't even call it world juniors. It'd be like their standard WHL games or like NCAA games. Like there are players that are probably close to them or, right about them and then there are other kids that aren't their level so hence why they put up a lot of points and also like right. not in a bad way for the goalies like those goalies generally take like another two to three years to kind of develop down the road before mm-hmm. they are even at ahl or nhl ready just because how tough the possession position is so like not saying those guys are going to snipe you know nhl goalies but like some of those shots in the distance, that's not going in on Vasilevsky or like Sesterkin. It's not. Sorry. It's just the way, you know, those guys are smarter, obviously. But we'll see what happens. One thing I noticed with Bedard, they were doing that, the shots for all the promos for the NHL. Yeah. And they had him like standing next to Crosby. And Crosby's not a huge guy. He looked massive next to Bedard. Yeah, he's a like short how- king. Yeah. He's tight. Do you think that's going to play into anything like next yes. next season? You think he's going to be like be like, "Oh shit, like these guys are massive." Yeah, because he plays all his games out west. That may be a problem when he's going against the heavier teams. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he can skate really well and everything I've seen on mm-hmm. Bedard too. Like one thing yeah, I he's really fast, yeah. He's fast, he can move, he has really good hands and a good shot. The one thing I really noticed about him in the offensive zone not saying that all players don't do this, but a good chunk of the elite ones do. Regardless of where he's skating, he never has his head away from the puck. Whatever his body is doing skating-wise, his head is constantly on the puck. Backwards, forwards, side to side, laterally. Like, he's in a position looking for it, knowing that I'm either going to get it or I'm going to go get it. That's something you can't really teach. Like, he just has it. It's, it's cool to watch, especially some of the highlights. You watch his head, like how it's kind of tracking mm-hmm. it cool so we'll we'll see i i mean we were kind of talking about this night like i don't know how cory perry is gonna do i mean cory perry did have 51 year stuff but still like i don't it's gonna be tough sucks too yeah it's gonna be tough for bedard (laughs) on that on that team you'll have taylor hall but i think taylor hall could be a good mentor too like he's a guy who's had an interesting nhl career where you know injuries i think kind of hampered him and also, I hate saying it, but Chicago's kind of in this point. Like, he was with an organization that has a track record of really poor player development, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, he we'll, can, uh, yeah. He can, he can kind of show Bedard, like, hey, this is, this is what 
you know, this, this is, is how, how to you... get better despite our organization. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is how you could like come in as a number one and and you know find a career without a lot of support from a team. Yeah, and also yeah. too probably hook him up with some of the you know it looks like Connor's like you know well on his way and whatnot with some of the guys he's either been around with like some of the media tours and stuff and he did the bio steel camp but like you know that'll be that'll be good kind of like as he progresses like what he's definitely going i mean you can't fix size i hate saying it i i'm in the same boat connor and i turned out fine it's okay but like <laughs> you know like you got it so he needs to improve i mean he's a really good skater and a really good stick handler and shooter so how do you make those even more you know strengths for you but obviously he's going to have to really be keen on his body position because, you know, like I think of like a big defenseman, like a Victor Hedman, you know, like how, how are you, or like a, you know, Petter Angelo and, you know, even like a Darnell nurse, you know, like guys he's going to be seeing almost night in night out, like those guys with their longer reach and stuff. So you have to do some different things and tight going to the net and whatnot. So we'll, we'll see. It, it'll be interesting to see both of them play. I kind of, it'll be good. I, I like I like both players. They're, it's going to be cool. I'm excited to see the highlights that will come out of these kids. Aaron, your boy uh, Trevor Zegers may be holding out. By the way, we'll see. Is he really? I hadn't yeah, because he want yeah because he has his uh, RFA deal up. He's eligible to be signed. He may hold out. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, Troy Terry got know. paid, but he didn't get paid yet. I don't know. He's going to take a playbook out of an NFL player, I guess. Pays this man his <laughs> money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> More players could do that. My uh, my wife sent me a reel out of nowhere of Trevor Segrist and asked me, is this hard? And I'm like, this is magic. The things that that guy can do are magic. Because I don't know. I mean, we see NHL players, you know, screwing around with the puck when they're warming up or whatever. But Segrist does that crazy thing where he, like, puts it up on the blade and then rolls it into his skates. It like... It, yeah, the Zora. It's magic. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how to begin to practice those sorts. Aaron, of things. did you did you send your old lady <laughs> right after that? I'm like, hey, babe, this is the championship winning goal from the 2022 OFBG Summer Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this also is magic. Yeah, this is more. This is yeah. more impressive. Yeah. Hey, babe, you want to see a guy who's won something in his life? okay that'll do it for this one guys thanks for listening we appreciate every listen we get make sure to tune in again next week we drop new episodes on wednesday at noon so until then have a good one we'll see you later 